So turn off your television sets, turn them off now, turn them off right now, turn them off and leave them off, turn them off right in the middle of a sentence I'm speaking to you now, turn them off! Thanks for joining us for another recap of Ted Lasso. This is on last week's episode, the best recap podcast in the land. He's not joking. I'm not joking. It's really, it really <laughs> is the best. As usual, um, my name is Ron, of course, and I have my co-host D here with me. D, how's it going? I'm good. Thanks for asking. How are you? Doing all right. Um, really feeling really in- inspired after this episode. So we'll get into that. But of course, let's start with general impressions. What did you think about it? I thought it was very good, especially because it felt like something that could truly happen. And it gave me pause. It gave me concern. And not because I thought they weren't doing the right thing, but because I was thinking of what's going to happen to Rebecca. And of course, I immediately think, oh, wow, like I have really been taught to worry about the white woman. And I'm not trying to be funny, but like, seriously, that was my first thought. It wasn't like that I wasn't proud of Sam because I was and I was proud of the rest of them. But then I immediately went to, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen to Rebecca? Like, who cares? I mean, you care, but that shouldn't have been like in the forefront of my mind. My mind should have been on what's going to happen to Sam. Yeah, I feel you. And um, I'm actually, I'm actually wanting to like do something different than a play by play recap because okay. I, I just, I just have to go on this tangent. So bear with me first. Um, let me give you the the backstory of this episode. So, um, this episode is written by Ashley Nicole Black, um, one of the writers of the Black Lady Sketch Comedy Show on HBO. I, I think you watch that, D, don't you? Mm-hmm. So, so when Jason Sudeikis, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a good show. So when D- Jason Sudeikis and Brendan Hunt were talking about doing something like this, they went to um, Tohib Jimo, who is the actor who plays Sam Obisanya, and they were like, "Hey, we're thinking about doing this. Are you okay with it?" Very oh wait, pretty. who's who's Brendan Hunt? Oh, is Brendan Hunt is coaching. Yeah, he's Coach Beard. He's Coach okay. Beard. He's also one of the primary writers of the show. So it's very important that they first went to him and said, hey, are you okay with this? And then second, another important thing they did, they asked him for a, basically a controversy to add to the show. And mm-hmm. then they deferred and let a black lady write this show. And it's the level of authenticity here is like very important because like there's one show I like the rag on. I'm not going like let it catch a stray, but D, you know exactly what it is. It tries to do a lot of this stuff, but it feels so contrived because when you look at the writers of the episode and they all, you know, are from Malibu, but there's a level of authenticity in this episode that just simply can't be faked. And it's so timely um, because we hear the the whole shut up and dribble thing, but seeing um, Sam's character, and by the way, just to have the awareness that Sam is like the heartbeat of the show, and to get and to push him to the forefront. So, there, like I said, there's a level of authenticity with this episode that can't be faked. And um, as I said about the previous episode, it takes the show that's like relatively low stakes, and it like you know 
makes you makes you think it makes you feel things other than you know the little the other little heartfelt moments that, that you feel so so yeah that's all i have to say if you can't tell um i love this episode yeah and and i do think that the process behind it is is very very important so shout out to the creators of this show for you know stepping back and letting you know the black voices tell the story and to tell a story that's a little bit different than the one that we've had to speak about the most lately. And that's not to say that anybody that is still bringing um, awareness to Black Lives Matter and to the police shootings and to all of the corruption, kudos to you because please don't stop doing it. But it also just, this just showcases something else, which in that case is important because to me, if we had done a, um, a Black Lives Matter related feature for this show, it would have been, like you said, like it would have felt forced. It would have felt like they're just trying to do something to get people talking. But the way they've written this into the show, it fits because mm -hmm. it's very, it, it very much makes sense for them to have the situation that Sam has, especially with his dad. I mean, are they even still, are they in a, in London or are they still in Nigeria? His parents, I don't, I don't know where they are. It seems like they would be in Nigeria because I, 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 um, in the text message, like he's asking his dad when he's going to come out and see a game. So I'm, I'm, I'm imagining that they're they're still in Nigeria. Yeah, because his his endorsement is with Dubai Air, right? And if he were right. in somewhere closer, he wouldn't need it because that's mm -hmm. like another. I, <laughs> if you can't tell, I've never flown Dubai Air. <laughs> I have to ask Oh Hell, but uh, I'm assuming that's just that just kind of like led us to believe that, like you said, they're still there. And if he's home still suffering through those injustices and Sam is away from it, and then even if without realizing it, endorsing it, I'm sure it is kind of hurtful. And I'm glad that his dad wasn't afraid to tell him that. Like it felt yeah. harsh. It felt harsh. And I felt bad because Sam was on such a high. He was so excited for his dad to just deflate him. And it wasn't in a sense of you're embarrassing me because of what you're doing. It is... I can't stand to see you paraded around in this way. That breaks my heart. So mm -hmm. it, it still felt like I'm not, it didn't feel like judgment towards Sam. It felt like somebody taking advantage of Sam, which is what it was. Even if it was, if it wasn't purposeful, that's what it was because they hadn't done the research. Keely hadn't done right. the research. Yeah, and that's um very important to mention too. Because speaking of research, like the moment this episode was over, I googled Niger Delta, and yeah, like this is really really happening. So, so yeah, I, I think I think that shows, um, like just the layers here because, like for instance, like there's a very important moment. Like it's 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 not even like it shouldn't even like be that big of a line. But once again, it's so true when Ted says, when things like this happen to my people, you know, you write about it without even asking. So mm -hmm. like that is setting like just a standard, like, hey, like this is a great injustice. You know, why aren't we talking about it? Oh, because it's only happening to these people. So so yeah, this like I said, I, I'm just I'm, I'm just amazed by this show on every level. Sidebar, I'm glad you said that. I saw a lady today, I'm not sure if you've seen the reports, but a man was showing a house to a family and the police came and arrested him because they thought they were squatters or some crazy stuff like that. But I read a comment where a lady said, oh, this isn't a, this isn't a strange occurrence. They just don't um, report it when it happens to people like me. Now, this is a white lady. And I'm saying, you know, I'm thinking to myself, OK, are you upset that 
that the police are doing this? Are you upset that you're not report? Like I don't, I didn't understand where her anger <laughs> was. Like, are you angry because it got attention because they're black people and you didn't get it, or are you saying that it's okay that the police are doing this because it happened to you? Because it shouldn't have happened to you either. Well, yeah, that's exactly like when when Mike Brown was killed and someone said like, hey, why don't you care about this? And they posted an article about this white guy who was shot outside of McDonald's. But everybody immediately said, "Okay, why is this our first time talking about it? So are you slapping this down on the table as a gotcha or do you truly care about it? And we all know the answer. Yeah, we know the answer. And I wanted to ask you what. So um, the reporter What's his name from the Independent? <laughs> Trent Krim, the Independent. <laughs> he says it every time. Yes, <laughs> but Trent. Okay, I I have grown to like him because he mm-hmm. he did post Ted in a good light. But I was kind of curious to the end. Was that like a gotcha for him, or was he just excited that Sam full out said yes, the Nigerian government is corrupt? Because you know he he just flat out said, okay, are you saying? That the Nigerian government is dealing in corrupt, like is is involved in corruption. And Sam said, "Yes, I am." He's like, "Yes." So I'm like, "Are you just excited because Sam finally said it? Or are you excited that you asked the question and you about to write this Pulitzer winning article about it?" Yeah. See, my take is like Trent Krim is one of those investigative reporters who's also almost like a provocateur. Like he he wants you to say the thing. That's outside mm-hmm. of like the the PC comment that every player gives after each interview. So he was like, "So are you? Is this what you're really saying?" And when Sam said yes, he's like, "Okay, let's take it there then." So yeah, let's go. So, yeah, I don't think he has like a stake in it per se, but he's glad that Sam, you know, came forth with like such honesty and candor and said like, "Yes, the Nigerian government is you know in with these people and they're corrupt." So so yeah, he's happy about that. And if anybody's gonna tell the story. Trent's going to tell the story. And this could be great because he's the one that can get attention. Just like, mm-hmm. you know, what you said before, just like when Ted said, you would have written about it a long time ago, but Sam is mm-hmm. forcing it on you. So now Trent, like you said, he's going to run with it. I feel it. I think he's just going to write this big expose. Right, but Trent, 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 who? Sorry, Trent Cram, independent. My bad. Yes, yes. That's <laughs> right. the whole thing. Right <laughs> Independent. So he's going to, I think it's going to be a good thing for him too, but I'm with you. I don't think he necessarily is doing, because he's not running a gossip column. Like this is a reputable, I mean, reporter, right? So yeah, I think it's going to be good. Um, Did you expect it to go like it did in a locker room? I didn't. I didn't. And that's, like I said, just another layer to this show because First, I think we need to take a step back and talk about the inclusion of of Jamie and his locker room presence before we talk about what happened there. But um, first, what did you think about, um, uh, let's call it Jamie's breakthrough in this episode, like his attempt, his initial attempts to like try to get back in with the team. Well, I won't say get back in, just get in with the team, period, because he was a bully before. But what do you think about his initial attempts to like get in with the team and what eventually happened? I I think Jamie really didn't get it. I really don't think he did. I think he heard what they said about, you know, when they 
told him what he did to woman, how he felt. But I honestly think Jamie was just being Jamie. I really don't think it was malicious to the point where he woke up in the morning and was like, I'm a bully Sam. I'm a mm -hmm. bully this person. I think he was just like, this is what we do in the locker room. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's why that whole locker room talk rhetoric is dangerous because people think that's okay. So I think mm -hmm. Jamie is really one of those people that thought this is how we talk to each other in the locker room and it's not a big deal. Not even realizing that he's breaking these people's hearts. He's hurting their feelings. He's breaking them down. He's killing their self-esteem. And he's just like, you know, what it is. It's like Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> just berate people until they become great. You know, that's what, that was his plan, I guess. I don't know. But I, I was really proud of them, everyone else, for kind of freezing them out because it's like, no, we don't have to. We don't have to just let you back in because you're here. You have to earn it. You have to work for it. And we have to it has to be sincere. We have to really want you to be here for it to work. Because if not, he's just going to go back to the regular old Jamie that he was, I think. Yeah, and, I, I, and I, I think we're seeing the emergence of, like, Sam as, like, a leader on this team, both on and off the field. Like, so outside, like, when they were doing 11-on-11, uh, uh, just a scrimmage, basically, and Jamie was doing his thing, and then Sam was like, yeah, don't bring that weak shit here. And then in the locker room, when he – when he tried to throw a joke at Sam, Sam was like, yeah, we're not cool like that. Don't do that. Mm -hmm. So so I think that that made Jamie say, hmm, like, how, how do I reach them? Because I only know like this way. I only know the Jamie Tart way. So how do I reach them? But he talked to Dr. Sharon and figured something out. So kudos to him. Okay, And, you know, once again, Keely saves the damn day. Like, mm -hmm. what would this football club be without her? For real. Um, I, I think I need to kind of like, I guess, question what is it, is it going to stick, I guess? Like, do you think Jamie's really growing? Because Sharon, again, she's really good at what she does. So you think she's really like, because it's very clear he needed a therapist, not even just right. for football stuff, but for his dad stuff. So maybe that helped. But it's just like, it's so amazing that they are turning the corner after it seems like one session with her. <laughs> Okay, so that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, hey, this, this is a quick resolution to the beef that yeah. Sam and Jamie had. But at the same time, I can't think of a more perfect resolution because the way it happened was perfect. So is it going to stick is the question. Um, I think inside the locker room, yes. But there's obviously like beef was between him and, and Roy. And I think Roy has to figure out why he doesn't mm -hmm. like and Jamie has to figure out why he doesn't like Roy. And they and really I don't, don't like each other. And I don't know if you like caught like a few comments that Roy have have tossed out, but it's very possible that that <laughs> that Roy is 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 old Jamie. Like and, and Jamie is young Roy. I think he is. I honest I think that's exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. Like and I think Jamie told him that. Because remember, they mm -hmm. had that heart to heart and he was like, you know, I had your poster up in my in my room and had this whole talk about it. So it was almost like you mistreated me. So I felt like that's what we were supposed to do. So he mm -hmm. could be who he is partially because of Roy. Yeah. And Roy's just old now. And, you know, he's pretty much aged out of the game. So there's some resentment towards Jamie because he just don't like him. Yeah, and I think 
what Jamie, excuse me, what Roy dislikes about Jamie the most is like he sees like if if you just had your head on straight, you can be great. But but to use to use Roy's words, you're a twat. So you would rather be that instead of being great. And but you, it's almost like I get it. It's just like he doesn't he doesn't like Jamie because he's like him, but not just like him. Mm-hmm. Right. right. So it's like right. Jamie took the parts of Roy that he wanted and then became his own person. So mm-hmm. he took the 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 gruffy, mean talk shit in the locker room, Roy, but he's a star outside of it. And I don't know if Roy thinks that's like attention grabbing or if he's just a fame whore or whatever else that, that, that he doesn't like about it or that he's just better. Like, I don't even know if he's better, but it kind of seems like he is. Uh, maybe. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think that Roy recognizes that Jamie has the potential to be like one of like the greats. Like Roy is like, Roy is yeah, a legend. Yeah. I, I would say, I would say Roy is like a, a, a club legend. Like, um, even though he is modeled after Roy Keane, he's very much um, kind of like Frankie Lampard as well. Frankie Lampard um, played for Chelsea throughout his entire career. I think he's ass, but um, people consider him to be uh, a, a club legend because he was he was really the anchor of Chelsea's legendary run. But if you compare him to the greats, he's not really that. But I do I do think Jamie can be like like Ronaldo less messy level like good. So I do think that that Roy recognizes that, and he's like, "Hey, you could be that if you just shut up." And he's got the face too, so it could work. I mean, you know, I know nothing about soccer, but I know Ronaldo. Uh, hi, sir. Um, but I also wanted to say, you know what? They wrapped up some stuff that we were kind of curious about. So I didn't know how the sassy thing was going to work out. Mm-hmm. That's over. You know, that's that's done. Yeah. And. I'm not mad at it. It's just it's just resolved. It's like everybody knows they had sex. They've moved on. They're still cool. And it's no drama. Which I do like. I mean, I won't say I, I won't say I like, but I do think it's funny that she mentioned that. Like, like, yeah, he he talked like that the entire time. I know. <laughs> Eager, please. <laughs> it was very entertaining to watch. I will say that. And um I just, I, I just thought it was cool that they just went about their lives and mm-hmm. moved on because that's what adults do, and I, mm-hmm. I think that's another reason why we gravitate towards the show because they don't have to create unnecessary drama or tension to make the show enjoyable to watch. Right? So yeah, unless the show would have brought Sassy back into the fold and made made her, you know, Ted's like, you know, will they want their love interest? And then, you know, Stinky would have been jealous, but can she really mm-hmm. like a lesser show would have done that. But the fact that they just like, oh yeah, it happened. We're moving on. Like, I thought that was cool. What's going on about our business? And the same thing with um with Jamie. Now Jamie is still there and there is still potential for him to kind of add some friction in um Roy and Keely's relationship. But so far, like he hasn't it doesn't even come up. That's it doesn't, and I'm I'm hoping they don't have Keely see this new Jamie and be like, hmm. Mm, she might see she she might, but I think that depends on Roy because 
if he continues to open up the way he is, then I think she'll be okay with that. But I think there's a part of him that she still needs. She still needs that sensitive part because we see that's what, <laughs> that's what turns on her oven, right? So if he can't be that because that's not who he is, then I don't know. I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't want it. I don't want it. So I, I will say, I will say this. So the, the initial reviews of this season said that it gets dark without saying what that means. And every episode I'm always watching with that in the back of my head. I'm like, hmm, what does that mean? <laughs> this is the one. Oh no. Oh yeah. no. But it, it does that mean? So um, but since we brought it up, I want to mention the locker room when Sam, you know, decided to protest um, to buy air. Um, the part where his Nigerian brethren joined in was beautiful to see. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Sam made it clear, I don't expect y'all to do this, but I do expect you to understand why we have to do this why we any specifically said we as nigerians have to do this and it was just it was dope it was just like i don't know i guess because we've seen so much of the whole especially the nfl whether they're going to stand behind cap whether they're not you know mm-hmm. these people got to pay their bills they got to take money blah, blah 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 sam is like i am not trying to make y'all do anything like if you mm-hmm. do this it should be because you want to but we have to like this, this is a thing we have to do. And for Jamie to be the one to stand up and say, we have to wear the same kiss. I don't think, I just really don't think it could have been written any better. Just, like it just, it, it, because he gets it. He does. Like he, he, he understands. He's like, this is my teammate. This is what he stands for. And if I'm his teammate, then this is what we're going to do. And again, it goes back to what Ted is saying. How much do they do they have to lose, right? You know, like mm-hmm. if the whole team does, what, what are you gonna do to the whole team? All it's right. much easier to punish the three of them than it is the whole team. So it's kind of his way of standing up for Sam, saying, "Hey, I mean, if they if they fire him, they're gonna have to fire me too. So at least let me put some steam behind it, because I I really don't think they would have had a problem. They being the the powers that be because i i don't think um stinky i see now you got me calling a stinky i don't think um (laughs) rebecca would have done anything to say i don't think they would have punished them but i feel like dubai air is gonna have words like i don't know if it's gonna be like we're done with this partnership it's over and she's gonna have to scramble i don't know that's that's what i've been thinking now like what are the repercussions so i did see it was, I think it was either a leaked picture or like a brief clip where they do have a different sponsor on the shirt. So I feel like that's coming. Okay. But see, that's, it. I don't know how it works. How easy is that though? Like, are there people vying to be the sponsor for, for typically them? Not, typically not these championship clubs. Not really. Yeah. But, but I mean, at the same time, like somebody wants their name on a shirt, like anybody. Yeah. So, so, so they'll, so they'll pick up another sponsor. It might not be Dubai Air. By the way, Dubai Air is clearly like um, the Fly Emirates, um, which <laughs> I think clearly, they, like I think they spun like they sponsor like Barcelona in the past, PSG, like all the big big money clubs. So clearly, like they're Fly Emirates, but. Um, 
but um i i was i was thinking this too um about sam it's funny that they tried to push him out as like the face of the team this situation happened rebecca backed him like and shout, shout out to rebecca because she could have mm-hmm. you know did that but she backed him and now is gonna come back around and he's still gonna be the face of the team for this like people are still gonna be like okay sam obisania is like a hero for doing this so they still win so i say all that to say somebody is going to sponsor them they're not in trouble and it was adorable that he's the one that that Sassy's daughter was like enamored of. Mm-hmm. She was just like, oh mm-hmm. my God. He's like, my name is Sam. I'm like, oh, okay. We got us a little groupie, which is sweet. But it was just really cool. And then on top of that, she was the one who also kind of told Rebecca, you have more power here than you're than you're than you're showing. Like mm-hmm. you have the right to say, no, this is what we're going to do, and this is how it's going to work, and that's the end. And what did they do? He said, fine. You're right, it's fine. Because what can you do about it? What can you do? What can you do? What what can you do? (laughs) What is there to do? You pull your your sponsorship. Okay, we'll get another one. It is what it is. Especially since now they're becoming like the the, the underdog, right? Like Mm. the football club is being, is the team. It's like the the Davidson when when Steph was playing with them. It was just yeah. like I had never heard of Davidson, but I was like, go, go, Davidson, wherever that is. Is it a school? What is it? But go, you know, it's it's that's what it's becoming. And it's mm-hmm. not even because of a star, it's because of of what they did. And then now if you're adding layers to it, you know, you already had Jamie, Roy retired, you got Jamie, and then you got Sam, and then you know, <laughs> you know, Danny Rojas, like got all these people who could be the face of the team, like you said. And if Sam is the one that becomes that, that's going to be great. And I loved, loved, loved the fact that when he came out to do the presser, he immediately told them, I'm not here to talk about football. Mm-hmm. Like, that, ain't, that ain't why I'm here. Y'all know that's not why I'm here. We lost. Move on. If you want to talk about why I'm here, then let's do it. And I'm so glad this show didn't have them go out and win. Because for, for two reasons. First, first off, um, it shows that sometimes what's happening outside of the pitch or outside of the field or outside of the court, yeah, that really does weigh on a player. So it's not a necessary it's not necessarily a distraction. It's, it's just that the game becomes secondary and, and this thing, this real life thing becomes more important than that game, and the game just has to, you know, take the back seat for us. And the second thing, um, to to put on my Dr. Sharon hat. They were on a streak. <laughs> they were on a streak of draws. So they had to basically break this in order to rebuild it. So this loss is actually a good thing for them. Because I think because so too. It's, 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 it's not a draw anymore. So clearly this loss, like they're gonna have like they're gonna recognize something and they're gonna come out of this. And I want them to come out on on top. Like I have I have no problem saying whatsoever. I want this to be the Cinderella the Cinderella story. Like they come mm-hmm. from the bottom and they rise and they win and and everybody goes and it's great. Except Rupert. Like I Except that's Rupert. all I want. I don't want Rupert to have anything great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just don't I don't I hope Bex takes the baby and his money and moves on with her life and finds her a young happy suitor. And they go to Switzerland and sit out with their toes out. 
You you really thought about this, didn't you? That's what I want. I do. I want her to send him a picture every day with her younger man, and every time she sends a picture, he has his toes out, no matter where they are. I just want him to see his toes all the time. That's what I want for Rupert. And holding a baby, like a picture of her off somewhere. She doesn't even have to be there, but but her younger suitor lovingly holding a baby with his legs crossed so that you can see the baby sitting up and get a nice picture of his toes. That's what I want. Rupert deserves. <laughs> you placed a lot of thought into this. Like, this is one of the best re- revenge plots I've ever heard. That's what he deserves. And I want him to be miserable. Like, I, I want that for him. And I want him to try to go back to Rebecca. And I want her to say, oh, Rupert, that's sad. Nah. Good luck with your life. Have a nice yeah, day. It's, please, it's so please, sweet. Please leave <laughs> So sweet when the when the person without shame just become eventually becomes broken. It's so, it's so sweet. Right. He he needs it though. And then you know if he wants to go see Doctor Sharon later on in life and become a better person, that's fine. But he has to build a life somewhere else. He cannot have any parts of Rebecca. I don't want him near her. I don't want. I don't. I don't want him close to her, like at all. Mm-hmm. Like I would never get over how he looked when he told her he was having a baby. And how he was just relishing the 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 hurt in her face, and I'm just like, okay, see, there's no redemption for that. No, mm-mm. Mm-mm. that's just evil. And I want bad things for him. Mm. Yeah. So, so one last thing I want to ask you about. Um, we were we're introduced to to Led Tasso in this episode, and <laughs> and from every from, from every angle. Dr. Sharon is just like, hey, are you are you really sure you know what you're doing? So so what is it gonna take for for Ted to finally sit down with Dr. Sharon? Shit, at this point, look at Keely gonna have to take him. Um <laughs> he's he's going to have oh, what's gonna happen? Maybe it's gonna be Roy. Maybe Roy's gonna say something about him and it's gonna hurt his feelings, and he'll realize he has to talk to him, or even Jamie. Because, you know, he's trying to, I don't think he realizes it, but he is very much trying to be Jamie's father figure. Mm-hmm. And I don't, like I said, I don't even know if he realizes that's what he's doing because he said it, you know, he was like, he need, he deserves happiness and he deserves a second chance. But I don't think he is, he's understanding that he is trying to fill a void for Jamie. And maybe that will happen. Like maybe he'll say something to Jamie and he'll overstep and Jamie will say something to the, tune of you're not my dad you're my coach or something like that because jamie already told him like this whole lead tassel thing i know what you're doing we we get it like it's not working just cut it out move on so i think it's going to be something in in that vein somebody's going to hurt his feelings and either dr sharon is going to see him or he's just going to have another panic attack yeah because because roy is also dodging him yeah, like I, they're not communicating at all. It doesn't seem like. Yeah, not at all. Because yeah, it seems like everybody else has has reached out to him, has been around him except Roy. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think. I mean, it can't be because he benched him because he kind of accepted that and then yeah, he got hurt. So maybe within the year that we missed, like in the time, something happened, and or maybe he's just trying to make a clean break. Because it's just too painful for him to be that close to the club. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm curious to explore that though. But um, yeah, do you have any um, any final thoughts? 
No, I just want to say I really do really, really, really appreciate the way this episode was written with mm-hmm. that social commentary added into it because it's important that we see this stuff. And it's I know it's hard for us sometimes to see because, like we say, even when we're doing, you know, Underground Railroad, it's like I'm tired of seeing suffering. I'm tired of seeing pain. I'm tired of seeing trauma. But if you don't show it, then people can pretend it doesn't happen. So you need to keep showing it. And the way they did it this time, I think, it was tasteful and it wasn't hard to watch it was sad but it wasn't hard to watch it didn't make you feel you know icky at the end it didn't want to make you go throw money somewhere it's just brought awareness because like you said right after you you google to see does this really happen and it does stuff that mm-hmm. we wouldn't so I, I thought that was masterfully done and again the way they're keeping the drama away i like that too so i'm, I'm just i'm really proud of the writing of the show uh like I wish I could be a part of it just because it's so great. That's how it makes me feel. I'm just like, man, I just hope one day I could do something that's awesome because I really, really appreciate the way they're doing it. Yeah, it's um the show keeps raising the bar. And I'm I'm glad that we that we have this show. It has a it has a lot to say, but at the same time, it's not like heavy-handed and it's still, you know, it still just makes you feel something. It's feel good TV. So with that said, I am glad to be recapping this show every week, and I can't wait for next week's episode. But thanks for joining hey. us on our last week's episode. I'm Ron. We have I'm e. D. Peace. Peace. <laughs>